Welcome to Mumming and Thriving, a podcast dedicated to moms who want to do better and be better. Here we will share stories, relatable experiences, and empower ourselves with the tools to succeed. Why? Because moms aren't just meant to survive, we're meant to thrive. Our conversations will offer a wealth of knowledge and our guests will share their expertise on various topics that will inspire you to achieve more. No topic is off limit. Here, we will discuss everything from finances to fitness, personal goals to potty training, parenting tips and self-care recommendations. We will also talk about mommy moments that make us laugh and those that make us scream. I'm your host, Tony Akami. Welcome to today's podcast. everyone happy new year welcome to momming and thriving thank you thank you so much for taking the time to join us today i truly appreciate it i pray this year brings forth productivity blessings and success in different areas of our lives today's episode is actually going to touch on some of the tools we can use to achieve success i'm going to start with some questions. Have you ever felt stuck and lukewarm for a long period of time? Do you believe you're capable of achieving more, but instead the days just roll by and you're not even scratching the surface of your potential? Do you want to achieve more success this year? Then this episode is for you. I'm going to share some tools, as I mentioned earlier, and these are things that I'm currently using and adopting myself. And I hope that by sharing it, that you can also adopt it in your life and get more success. This is not a New Year's resolution. You know, I know New Year resolutions work for some people, but for others, it doesn't. There there is a running joke that says how by March, we realize the amount of people that are actually still keeping up with their New Year resolutions. But generally, everyone is at the gym, for example. But March... it drops down by about 50% or even 60%. So why do New Year resolutions not work all the time? Well, like I mentioned earlier, the tools today are not New Year resolutions, but just things to adopt into our lifestyles that would give us a better chance to achieve success. So why do you think um, people, for example, don't to their resolutions what is happening what do you think is happening to their mindset i know things can be difficult i know there are distractions i know that life happens but some of these tools are going to ensure that even when life happens we are still able to carry on and fulfill our goals it isn't an exhaustive list it's just seven things that you need to do that would ensure that you achieve success. So, number one, it starts with the mind. You can't do most things without working on your mindset first. In order to become something, you have to first see that you are it. So you have to visualize what you are trying to become. It all starts with the mind, moms. It all starts with the mind. So this 
mindset resetting I'm going to talk about includes letting go of negative, debilitating thoughts about yourself. Thoughts like, I can't, I am nothing, I am worthless, who would listen to me? I'm not talented, I have nothing to offer. Listen, every single person on this earth has something positive to offer. The first thing we need to do here is identify those negative voices, those negative thoughts. Study yourself, reflect, and identify the pattern. How does your mind speak to you? What does it say? For example, when I started writing my book, I had those negative thoughts as well. A lot of you have seen my book on my social media, Back in the Brave. It's actually doing so well. Thank you so much to everyone that has purchased a copy of this book. But when I started writing it, I had those negative thoughts as well. I'll hear thoughts in my mind saying, why are you bothering with this? What's the point? No one is going to read this. You are wasting your time. You are not talented enough. Who is going to read your work? No one would like this. This is the truth. I had those thoughts as well. I pushed through those thoughts. I wrote through those thoughts. Those thoughts will come and I would dismiss it and keep writing. It wasn't perfect every day. There are days that I really, those thoughts affected me. And there are days I felt, you know what, I don't know if I can do this anymore. But you push through you push through those negative thoughts. You push through debilitating thoughts because you can. A thought that says you cannot, you replace it with I can. I can. I can. So when you start getting those negative voices, you need to replace those thoughts with positive versions of those thoughts. So for example, when it says I can't, you replace it with I can. When it says you're not good enough, Replace it with, I am good enough. When it says you're worthless, replace it with, I am worthy. When it says you will not achieve your goal, replace it with, I will achieve my goal. When it says you're not lovable, replace it, I am loved. And those who are meant to connect with me will connect with me. When it says you're shy or not confident, replace it with I am confident. When it says you're a failure, replace it with I am successful. My past failures don't define me. They were learning opportunities to propel me to success. My past failure doesn't define me. They were learning opportunities to propel me to success. You may need to get a paper and write this down. Write down the negative, write down the positive versions of the negative thoughts you get in your mind. And you need to say it every morning like an affirmation. I can, I'm good enough, I am worthy, I am successful, I would achieve my goals. The daily practice of that would help and contribute towards resetting your mind. Number two. The second thing we need to do this year is create a vision board. We need to create a vision board. You literally need to get a paper or a canvas, go on Pinterest and 
search online for people that are achieving what you desire to achieve. Say, for example, you want to open a business. Find women or men that are achieving that and doing what you desire. Get a picture of them or get a word business owner or entrepreneur. Stick it on a vision board. If you want to run an online course, do the same thing. If you want to have a house, do the same thing. Get a picture of the house you would like to buy. If you want to get a car, if you want to be an investor, whatever it is that you desire, get the picture representation of that online. Stick it on a board. Write the words, homeowner, entrepreneur, business owner content creator, if that's what you desire, whatever it is. If it's to have a better relationship with your children, write it down. A better relationship with my children, positive parenting. Whatever it is you desire, get a visual representation of it and put it on a board and stick it somewhere in your room where you can see it every single day. Having a vision board or vision boards, it's not a new thing. Even in the Bible, it says here, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. What does that mean? It means sometimes things are abstract. But when we put it down on tablets, when we make it plain, when we give a visual representation to it, it empowers that thing. It empowers that vision. Some of us have been thinking about ideas for a long time, but it is all in the abstract. It is somewhere in your mind. But as soon as you bring it out, bring it forth, put it on a board, put it on a paper, stick it on the wall, it takes it from the abstract to the physical. And when you're seeing this every single day, it empowers you mentally to be able to achieve that goal. It does something to your psyche. I'm not a psychologist. I don't really have the exact explanation. I'm just sharing from my own personal experience and from the experience of some of the people close to me. On our previous episode in the podcast, when we were talking to the career coach, she said the same thing. She had a vision board session with women and there was something about just putting those things from the after to the physical and having those accountability partners that ensure that she was able to achieve a goal, which was to start a career coaching business. On a personal note, in April 2022, I woke up on Saturday morning and I just decided that I was going to make a vision board. It had been on my mind for years. And year in, year out, I kept procrastinating. I kept not doing it. I wasn't doing it. And this day, I woke up on Saturday morning and I said, okay, I'm going to do this vision board today. So I got pictures of people I admire, Maya Angelou, Tony Morrison, Chimamanda Adichie, Inyala Van Sant, Jay Shetty. And I put the word, keywords as well, of the things I would like to achieve. One of them was author. Another was podcaster. I printed it on Word. I just caught it and I stuck it on my board. And the words, keywords as well. 
that I associated with myself and my purpose. And as most of you know, those of you that are close to me on, on my social media, before the end of last year, I was able to achieve two of those goals, which is author and podcaster. Just having that visual representation in the mornings propels you, encourages you, reminds your psyche, tells you that, you know what, I can achieve it. And even if you think it's difficult, there are pictures of people just like you and me that have achieved it, that are a constant reminder that you also can achieve it. So create a vision board, guys. Create a vision board. Number three, find your tribe. Find your tribe and accountability partners. Find your tribe and accountability partners. As I mentioned in the previous episode, we spoke to a career coach where she says she's been thinking about starting a coaching business for a long time. But then she had a vision board session and she had women of similar mindset, brilliant, ambitious women. They came together, they made a vision boards for each other and then they held each other to account. They were each other's accountability partners. So this is someone that you know would encourage you, would push you, would tell you, you know what, you can do it. And having that person speaking to your life in a positive way just makes a huge difference. It is a fact that the people you have in your circle have a strong influence on how you show up in this world. There are several quotes online about this. But even not looking at quotes, Look at people, study people you admire. Most of them always attribute their success with those around them. From President Obama to women that are CEOs and top business people, successful people in all areas and all facets of life. They always say that and attribute their success to those around them as well. So it's important to have the right people in your circle. It's important to have someone that you can consider a mentor or someone that you know would encourage you, someone that will speak positively to you, someone that will say you can achieve it, you can do it. So we need to make an effort. We need to be intentional about having the right people in our lives. For some people, you may need to get a coach. Let's say you look around you and say, there's no one around me that can influence me positively. Then you need to actively seek people outside your circle. Okay. Last year, another thing I did, which made a huge difference, was I got a coach. And it wasn't like a one-to-one -one coaching session, but it was like a group of us. And it was a program called Vega. And it's by um, Tombra. Tombra Umosuago, she also has a podcast called Created for More. Guys, you can check out her podcast, Created for More. So Tombra brought all together, just women supporting women, and we went through a three-month coaching session. Moms, let me tell you, it was a life-changing program. It was a life-changing program. From the mindset to daily practices to mentoring to having that sisterhood it's really made a huge difference for me mentally and it's also made me have friends new friends that 
we're also accountability partners. As moms, we're busy. We have family commitments. We have work commitments. We have several things that we're juggling at the same time. So to do this thing called life, you need people that can support you. You need someone that knows what they're doing, that can guide you, inspire you, and mentor you. If you don't even have the funds or the money to get a coach, just try and find virtual mentors. What do I mean by virtual mentors? These are people that they don't know you, you don't know them, but you admire what they're doing online. So you can watch their videos, listen to their podcasts, read their books. If they've written books, read their books. I have a few virtual mentors that I probably don't know if I would ever meet them in person. But because I studied your work, I know their thoughts. I know how they think because I literally am being mentored by them virtually. So um, one of my virtual mentors is Stephen Bartlett, the diary of a CEO. Um, Jay Shetty, and um, I love anything by Elizabeth Gilbert. She's an amazing author. I love Elizabeth Gilbert. Elif Shafak is also an amazing author. So me being a person that desires to write more, I'm listening and I'm reading the work of very fantastic writers. So they are my virtual mentors, even if they don't know it. So I would encourage you moms to do that as well. So you don't have to have a lot of money. If you don't, if you can get a coach, a one-to-one coach, you can get a coach for a group that's normally cheaper, or you get a virtual mentor and just study their work, study what they're doing, and adopt it as well. The fourth thing is consistency and discipline. Oh my goodness, consistency and discipline. Listen, I put my hands up on this one. I am still struggling. I am. Naturally, a free spirit person. Like I'm a creative kind of just let's see how it goes. Let's, I don't want too much structure in my life. It seems shocking, I know, but I'm a naturally free spirit, spontaneous, creative person. That's my natural default state. However, however, to be able to achieve success, you need consistency and discipline, regardless of your natural defaults, regardless of your natural default personality. You need structure. You need discipline. You need consistency. Because most things, especially now as moms, most things that you need to do requires discipline. It requires structure. It requires planning. You can't wing some things. You have to and be consistent and be disciplined to execute whatever you've planned. So, again, back to myself. I naturally um, struggle with habitual discipline. I can be disciplined for a short moment, say, for example, one week of intense discipline. But to be able to achieve success, for example, to write a book, you need more than one week of structure and discipline. You need months of consistency to be able to be productive and effective. So everything, mom, is teachable. Everything is teachable. Everything is figureoutable. Hmm, that's another book I need to recommend. There is a book by Maria Folio 
called Everything is Figureoutable. It's such an amazing book. Moms, if you get a chance, read it. If you cannot read it, go on Audibles and listen to the book. Everything is Figureoutable. I didn't plan to mention this. It wasn't part of my notes, but it just came to me now. So that's for someone today. When you get a chance, check out that book. It will blow your mind. It would be amazing. It would really help you in other areas of your life. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. Everything is teachable. You can learn discipline. You can learn to be consistent in how you approach your work. Don't allow a fixed mindset to tell you that you cannot. A fixed mindset would be, oh, I'm a free spirit. I'm spontaneous. I don't know how to have structure or consistency. Mm-mm. Everything is teachable. Everything is figureoutable and you can learn anything. Some people are born naturally more disciplined than others. 100%. However, everyone can learn. Everyone can learn to be more disciplined. And why do we need to be more disciplined? Our goals are not flimsy goals. In this year, some people want to run a business. Some people want to lose weight like some people want to have a lifestyle change to have a lifestyle change or to do something as big as running a business you can't approach it from a trivial perspective you have to be disciplined and consistent with your approach there are no shortcuts there are no shortcuts at all there are no shortcuts if it's going to the gym you have to go to the gym consistently I know it can be painful and stressful and there is a rigor and mental stress with discipline. However, there are ways around it that can ensure it's not as tough. One of these ways I learned from um, Atomic Habits by James Clare. It says, attach a reward. Attach a reward to your goals or to your daily um task so for example if you want to you can decide that you want to exercise for 30 minutes in the morning or one hour in the morning and your reward could be you would watch 30 minutes of your favorite series at night um another thing he said could be that could be an effective tool is um to Make it easy for you to do that task. So let's go back to exercising as well. So put your exercise clothes next to your bedside. So you're not waking up in the morning to look for it. So you have your, your running shoes next to your bedside. You have your your gym outfit. Probably pick a nice gym outfit that you love the color. You love how it feels on you. You get one. Put it next to your bedside with your running shoes and your socks and everything. So when you wake up, easy to just roll out of the bed, put it on, and then exercise. So those are two things, but the book is also a fantastic read, Atomic Habits by James Clare. But two things I'm going to mention from that book is attach a reward. Reward yourself when you do something that is mentally tasking. And also make it easy to do it by putting things in place that would ensure you want to do it, okay? 
So last year, um, again, just to highlight how I've applied these tools personally. Last year, I started writing um, a fantasy fiction for ages for young adults. And I have a very busy schedule, working full time, mom of three. And the only time I could squeeze one hour uninterrupted was in the morning at five o'clock. Hmm. Anyone that knows me personally knows I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl. I work better at night. But at night, I'm tired. So after doing all the activities of the day, to start writing the night, like my creative juices were just not, was just not flowing. So I thought to myself, how will I get around this? How will I solve this problem? And the only way was to wake up in the morning. So number one, remember I'm not, a naturally disciplined person. I'm more of a spirit, a free spirit, creative, spontaneous kind of person. And I'm also a night owl. Like I'm not a morning person. But because of this book, I gradually became a morning person. Slowly and slowly. And now I would even consider myself more of a morning person. I still sleep late at night, but I find I'm more productive in the morning. More productive in the morning. So, is this, I'm sharing this just to encourage any other mom out there that you can do it. You can do it. Just start small. Start with maybe 30 minutes of exercise in the morning, or maybe 15 minutes of exercise in the morning. If you want to be a writer, if you want to be have a business, work on your goals every day, whatever that goal is. Work on it every day. If it's to have a business, create a business plan, do things that contribute towards achieving that goal every single day. Even if it's 30 minutes or one hour, make sure you do it every single day consistently. Put reminders on your phone. Put reminders on your phone. Sometimes my phone beeps and it says, writing session, 4.30 to 5. <laughs> I know, but I've put all these alarms to just to remind me again to go back to my goals. So some of you need to do that. With consistency and discipline, you can learn it. It's teachable. Use reminders. Make your make the task easy, as easy as possible for yourself. That was with the reference of putting your gym clothes next to your bedside. Um, and also reward yourself once you've achieved that success. Okay, I'm going to put the link and information for um, Atomic Habits at the end of this podcast, just so you can check it out if you wanted to read more about it. Number five, number five is grit. What is grit? G-R-I-T, grit. What is grit? So what happens when you inevitably have bad days? So what is going to happen when you, you've you had all these plans, you've looked to yourself, you've decided, you've been going, but then something happens and you kind of just give up. What happens when you look at yourself in your mirror? Two weeks has passed since you've gone to the gym. One month has passed since you've gone to the gym. Six weeks have passed since you exercised or work on your goals. What happens then? This is where grit comes in. 
there is no point beating yourself up if you've not done what you plan to do. What you need to do is to keep going. The Merriam-Webster dictionary defines grit as firmness of mind and spirit, unyielding in courage in the face of hardship. So, what is grit? The firmness of mind. The fact that you know that, okay, I've not done this for two weeks, but I'm going to start again. I can still do this. And still achieve my goals. It means that even if you perceive that you failed, note that I'm using the word perceive because I don't believe that by trying you can fail. No, the fact that you're trying already means you're not a failure. So even when you perceive that you've not accomplished your goals or you perceive like you let yourself down, you need to keep trying. You haven't failed until you stop trying. I'll repeat that again. You haven't failed until you stop trying. So grit, moms, we need to have that grit. When we've tried consistency and discipline, and there are days that those things don't work and we feel like we've let ourselves down, pick yourself up again and go for it. Try again. Keep trying. Keep trying. Grit is when you keep trying. That firmness of mind to keep trying, that is grit. We need to have grit moments. Now, number six. Three C's. I call them the three C's. You need to celebrate yourself. You need to congratulate others. And you need to collaborate with those who can lift you up and elevate you. I'll repeat it again. You need to celebrate yourself. You need to congratulate others. And you need to collaborate with those who can elevate you and empower you. Moms, we need to celebrate our wins. You need to get into the practice of celebrating yourself. This thing called life can be hard. You need to celebrate yourself, celebrate your wins, be your own cheerleader. Don't wait for anyone to celebrate you. Don't wait for your family to celebrate you. It would be nice if they do, but don't wait for them. Don't wait for your spouse to celebrate you. Don't wait for your friends to celebrate you. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate your wins. Pat yourself in the back when you've done something. Acknowledge the gift God has placed in your life and celebrate yourself. When you celebrate yourself, it empowers you to carry on even going further. Be your own cheerleader. Be your own cheerleader. Be your own cheerleader, moms. You know, from a place of gratitude, acknowledge your hard work. Acknowledge what you do, effort. Acknowledge your efforts. Acknowledge the fact that you're breathing, you're alive, and celebrate yourself. Congratulate others. And I know it seems like um, a trivial thing to say, but 2023 is not the year to be jealous of someone else's wins. In fact, when you're, you feel jealousy or you feel some sort of... Um, desire or 
of someone else's wins. It's an indication. Pay attention to that. When you strip away the negativity attached to jealousy, pay attention to that feeling. Why are you envious of that person? What do they have? What are they carrying that you want? Pay attention because that's a sign that you're meant to be walking towards that. Say, for example, you see an author getting, I keep using author because this is what kind of pertains to me. You see an author winning a remarkable prize. And you think, oh, wow, I wish that could be me. Pay attention to that. I don't desire, for example, to own a, a Fortune 500 company. I have no intentions about having that. But then if I see an author with a remarkable award, I like that. I admire that. Why? It's because it's connected to my purpose. It's connected to something inside me that is bursting to come out. So anytime you feel that emotion of envy or jealousy, or I wouldn't even say envy or jealousy, maybe it's envy or jealousy for some people, or when you see something that you admire deeply, pay attention to that. That's a sign that it's one of your purpose or one of the things you should be working on. And the last C is collaborate. Iron sharpens iron. Find people on the same wavelength as you and collaborate with them. Your network, your network would increase. Their network would increase. And it's a fantastic opportunity to learn, to grow, and to expand. So find people on the same wavelength with you and collaborate with them. So celebrate yourself. Congratulate others and collaborate with those that can empower and elevate you. And the last one, but definitely not the least, is look after yourself. Look after yourselves, mom. Sleep, rest. Do not underestimate the power of sleep and resting. We keep going as moms. Sometimes we're running on empty. We need to rejuvenate. We need to recharge. We need to refuel. You need to rest. After speaking to several moms last year, it was surprising that a lot of them mentioned sleep as one of the main things that they want to do more. Because obviously there's a challenge of looking after kids and looking after the home. But trying to find time to sleep is so important because that's the only time you get to rest and recuperate, re re-energize yourself to carry. When you don't sleep or you're not resting, you become grumpy, you become irritable, you become difficult to live with. I'm smiling because moms, we know what I'm talking about. You know, not having good sleep can affect your mood and it would also affect those around you. So anytime you put your children to sleep or you've got a moment, don't go on Netflix and chill because that's not resting. Okay, Netflix can be a good way to unwind, but you know how it goes from episodes to episodes and next episode. It's so addictive. So it's better to just watch one and switch it off and sleep. Your body will thank you for that. Your body will thank you for that. So, moms, I'm going to mention it again. Look after yourself. Recuperate, re-energize, refuel, so that you have the energy to attack your goals this year. Okay, so, moms, just a quick recap from everything we've spoken about today. 
the first one is to change your mindset. Change your mindset. It starts with the mind. Start saying positive things to yourself. When the negative thoughts come, say something positive to counter it. When it tells you you can't, tell your mind that you can. When it says you're worthless, tell your mind that you're worthy. When it says that you're a failure, tell your mind that you're a success. The second thing is to create a vision board. Create a vision board. You need to bring the abstract to the physical. You need to bring your thoughts in your mind to the physical so that you can see it in front of you and be reminded every day that you can achieve your goals. The third thing is to find your tribe and accountability partners, those that will empower you and encourage you to accomplish your goals. The fourth thing is consistency and discipline. Those are your main tools to achieving these goals every single day. You need to be consistent. You need to be disciplined. And it is teachable, moms. Everyone can learn to be consistent and disciplined. The fifth thing is grit. The days that you feel you failed, the days that you feel like you've not done your goals for a prolonged period of time, grit is what will make you say, okay, I'm not a failure. I'll keep trying. The three C's. Celebrate yourself, congratulate others, and collaborate. And the seventh, the seventh is to sleep, to rest, to practice self-love that you have energy and your referral to be able to attack your goals all right moms thank you so much for joining me today i wish you all a fantastic 2023 i pray that you become successful and achieve all your goals this year till next time bye-bye if you liked today's episode please show us some love by sharing leaving a comment or a review on our various platforms It will mean so much to us. Till next week, keep thriving, mummies.